Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hannigan in studio, and we're going to be having some fun today. We've got, we're going to cover a lot of different subjects. We have an underwater photographer. We also have... uh, Kelly Short, who's a fishing guide in the Pacific Northwest and is very familiar with Cabo. And then uh, on the line very shortly, we will have the Grizz. And the Grizz is, uh, of course, certainly a personality that lives in uh, La Paz. Go ahead and pick it up. And I I think we've got him just calling in right now. And we've got uh, Grizz today is going to be doing something a little bit different because he he's been talking about what he does, how he does it, but believe it or not, Grizz actually does know how to catch fish. And so what we want to concentrate today is see if he can share some of that knowledge with us. Grizz, are you there? Yes, John, I know how to catch fish. I've been <laughs> doing it all my life. All right. Well, hopefully what you're going to do today is share some of that knowledge. Uh, you know, we've we've talked to you usually about all the exciting things that you do and the places you go and the fish that you catch. But I think today what we'd like to do is get down to the point where you can help other people instead of taking them fishing and showing them what to do is give them some help so that when they're out on the boat, they'll know what to do and how to do it. So that that's something. All right, John, you just tell me where you want to start, what kind of fishing you want to start, and we'll shoot it. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Well, what we do when we come back, uh, we're going to get Kelly Short on the line, who is a, uh, um, a fishing guide from the Pacific Northwest. And then we have Hunter Ledbetter, an underwater sports photographer. And then we're going to have you on. So we're going to have plenty of time and learn a lot of different things. And fortunately for us, you have experience in most all of these different areas so it's going to be a lot of fun we want you to stay tuned we'll be right back with you and to fish talk radio Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass, and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040. 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara. Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISHRAP. That's 877-F-I-S-H-R-A-P. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. I went on down to my favorite fishing hole and I got myself a pole in line. Welcome back. This is Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and we have the pleasure of the Grizz. Actually, his name is Mike yeah, Ritz. Yeah, you do. His name is really Mike Ritz, but I don't think anybody knows that. Now, I don't think so either, John. The Grizz is a, uh, he lives in La Paz. Um, he has had a, a very, um, I'm not going to say checkered past Grizz because that's not what it is. But you've had a, a lot of experience in the world of fishing in the United States, fly fishing, freshwater fishing. And for the last, gosh, how many years you've been down there? About 10 years now in Mexico? Uh, in Mexico? Mm-hmm. The 22nd of January, I have been here for 30 years. Whoa. Boy, you're older than I thought That's you were. That's my yes. anniversary, the 22nd. Wow, you're older than I thought you were. <laughs> anyway. I came down here when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I think so. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, you know, we, we Grizz has uh, multiple award-winning television shows, and he takes people fishing, and he does... Uh, he gets an opportunity to spend a tremendous amount of time on the water with him and his son, Charlie. And usually that's kind of the stuff we talk about is where to go and great place and all these great fisheries. But today, Grizz, I'd like to see if you could share some of this information with people that may not be fishing with you. I mean, you can take them out and show them what to do, but if they don't get the opportunity to go with you, let's see if we can help some people out. So right um, in in La Paz, mostly it's uh, obviously, um, you know, um, salt water, blue water. So let's kind of take a couple of different categories. We can go with uh, uh, inshore, offshore, blue water. But let's start off with let's just say that you're traveling to Baja and you want to fish from the beach. Is that Give us an idea about if that's possible and what kind of gear and how you do it. Yeah, John, all right, we'll start at the beach is one way to start out. The one thing you want to remember when you surf cast is have the longest rod possible to cast. Now, most people just say, why such a long rod? The thing of it is, with a long rod, you hold the line up from the waves. The shorter your rod is, the more it comes in contact with your waves coming to the beach and moves your bait. So the perfect, for me, the perfect rod would be a uh, 11 foot to 12 foot rod Mm -hmm. you can make those long casts and you can hold that line up and you're not going to have your bait coming in with the washing back up on the bait on the beach so much Mm -hmm. because you stay away from those waves as i talk about the next thing you want to do is you want to make sure you got a good spinning reel because you just can't cast a bait cast reel that far so you want a nice spinning, you know, uh, Eagle Claw makes a great 600. Uh, they call it the 6,000 uh, Sabalo, which is a great reel to make those long casts with. And, and what, it, you have enough there line on it that when that fish runs, you don't have to worry about running out of line. Because remember, when you're casting really, really far, I mean, I'm talking about... 50 to 75 yards, you know, it takes a lot of line. So you want to have enough line, and if you hook on a big fish, that you can fight that thing without him lining you. That's one of the things that's very, very important. 
Okay. Then, what do you want to fish with? What do you want to fish for? If you want to fish for bottom fish, uh, trigger fish, which is very, very common, uh, in, uh, uh, you want to use a okay. type of bait. The best type of bait you would want to use is uh, chopped up uh, sardines. They're mm-hmm. very, very well. You want to put them on a, a small hook, about a six-size-six circle hook. You want to put it on there, and then you want to come up about uh, two foot, 24 inches from your bait, and you want to have a sinker on there. Now, it's preferred to have a pyramid sinker. Why a pyramid and not an egg sinker? A pyramid will actually stick into the sand. Mm -hmm. Now, they do make some sinkers that have, like they call them spider sinkers, that have like okay, little wires mm-hmm. sticking out. That also will hold your bait where you want it mm-hmm. way out there. You won't get the movement of it rolling back on the beach okay. with the current. Okay, so what you've got uh, is you put the, the bait, uh, the hook, and then about two feet up from that, you put the weight. So what happens is when the weight uh, hits the sand, then the bait will float up away from the bottom. Well, it'll be moving. Right. You'll have it moving. You'll go in the current, and then you'll have it anchored there. The best way to put the, the sinker in is tie directly to your sinker and then tie another. I mean, use the same thing. You can do one or two things. You can put a swivel on it and tie your uh, line to a swivel. Or put your sinker up above the swivel. Then tie onto your swivel, and then come in and tie the line another, you know, the 24 inches. Tie that on to your swivel. Okay. So you understand right. what I got? You've got yeah, so you, yeah. the mm-hmm. troll of the movement of the sinker right. in front of your swivel. Right. Then you got your swivel, and then you tie on your bait, right. and that way it will with always a, with, be... With what, like a one foot... Uh, uh, two foot. Two feet from the bait, and then and then you put a, a hook, you have a hook on that. Okay. And then you put your right. bait right gotcha. on that hook. Okay. All righty. Now, uh, just uh, if, you know, how big are the, the fish that you might be getting? So how much, what kind of pound test would you recommend? Because you want something light enough to throw, but heavy enough to hold the fish. You know, you know, John, we like to use uh, on the leader that, that is actually got the hook on, the 24-inch uh-huh. leader, we like to have 40 pounds test. Okay. On the line itself, we use this braided line, and you know that Berkeley line is just fantastic, that new Power Pro uh, uh, Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Uh, it It is just, I mean, half oh, the off di- to yeah. Berkeley for that. Right. Uh, that's the best line because... You can cast it so easy and do a 30-pound test. I guarantee you, I can put you in the water, John, and with that, hook you by your pants with that 30-pound test, and I'll bring you into the boat. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could. So, okay. And so that would be, and what uh, you said, trigger fish, and you know, I, I imagine there's corvina. Well, you've and, got yeah. pargo. You've got all kind of snappers out there. And you've you can catch those? Fish. You can catch those from shore? Yeah. Depending yeah, on sure whether can. you're sandy or rocky bottom? Yeah, well, the ladyfish and the triggers will be on sandy and also the rocks. If you go for the rocks, you want to use a big popper and use the same equipment like the, uh, like I said, the 11, 12-foot rod, the same uh, reel, and cast out over the rocks and use a big popper and jerk it back, and you can pick up some big pargo, pick up rooster fish. Okay. Right now, for example, if you want to do that, you can even pick up uh, Sierra. They're in close. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know if we're going to have time in this segment to cover all of that stuff, cause, but I think fishing from shore, which is easy and cheap, and then, uh, uh, you know, and you might even get some rooster fish from there, too. But I, I think that uh, instead of going into the inshore and offshore, we'll save that for a little bit later because we don't have enough time to go into that right uh, too deep right now. But uh, so we want to make sure that that you're going to be hanging around. I know that you've been busy. You just got through doing the uh, kayak trip down the Pacific coast of the 
Uh, for 17 seven, for, days, John. Yeah. <laughs> God, I would love to have been there. Anyway, but we're going to be talking about that a little bit later because we have an underwater photographer, Hunter Ledbetter, that was, uh, um, I guess... Uh, that happened to be with me. That happened to be with you. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Anyway, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we've got the Grizz. We can go to, you can find Grizz at ASOB Online, uh, Mike Ritz on Facebook, and what else? Oh, you can find me almost everywhere, Mike the Grizz. Uh, if you want to Google me, Mike the Grizz Ritz. Yeah. Uh, hunting and fishing in Mexico. I mean, I'm everywhere. You're right. You, <laughs> you're ubiquitous. You're coming all over. And, and uh, you know, this year you're going to be finding him a lot on television in the States. So, Grizz, why don't you hang in there, and we're going to be back with you in just a couple of minutes. And thanks for those great tips. I even learned a few things. You know, old dogs can learn new tricks. Thanks, Grizz. We'll be right back with you. Say a bad day of fishing is better than a good day at work. Yeah. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at B-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and we also have with us Mike Ritz, a.k.a. The Grizz, live and direct from this uh, city of peace, Baja, California, sir. And uh, we've uh, got somebody else that's on the line that might be a little bit interesting because Grizz and Hunter have spent a little bit of time together as we talked uh, was it last week, I think, week before, Grizz, about your trip, uh, the kayak trip for 17 days? We didn't spend time together. We ate together. We were in boats together. We cried together. We had pain together. We did everything together. Okay. Well, 
I, let me introduce Hunter Ledbetter, a legendary underwater photographer that was, uh, you know, I guess, keeping track of all the escapades that uh, you and Larissa were up to. Uh, pretty much, John. I was the uh, still photographer for that uh, 17-day extravaganza. Uh, we shot, I did all the underwater video, but uh, it was Mike and Charlie that, uh, that got all the uh, above water. But uh, I had the pleasure of getting to swim with some pretty incredible critters there in the Sea of Cortez and, and then over in, uh, uh, actually in, in Cabo and in, uh, in the Pacific. It was a very, very good time. Well, let me just mention something, and then we're going to kind of go into underwater photography. I was fishing with Grizz, uh, I don't know, a year or two ago, and we were out uh, filming some marlin. And he's got uh, uh, you know a couple of guys on the boat. They're photographers, and, and one of them was uh, doing the underwater. And we had a marlin that was coming up to the boat, and Grizz you know, tells this guy, well, get in there and take some pictures. So he, he puts his fins on, he puts his mask on, he grabs his camera, he jumps in the water, and, you know, he's right there where the fish is coming up. And is, is, uh, he was out, you know, not that far from the boat, maybe 30 feet at the most, and this marlin was coming directly at him. He had his camera in his right hand, and he took his left hand and just kind of pushed the bill of the marlin away while he was filming. And I got, oh, my gosh. <laughs> You wouldn't see me doing that. But anyway, I just get that visual. So let's get into underwater photography now. So give us some ideas, first of all, about Hunter uh, Ledbetter, because I know that you're famous in your own right. Uh, well, I don't know if I'm famous. Uh, maybe infamous. Uh, I'm um, I'm retired military. Um, I did 31 years in the Marine Corps. I don't want it to sound bad. I, I had the pleasure of serving 31 years. Uh, and I've been fishing and diving my entire life and uh, been doing it a lot down in the Keys. And um, as I kind of got to that retirement age, uh, rather than go back and be a contractor, uh, I just kind of pitched everything and uh, came down to Key West. I had a little a little house here. Uh, this was about a year and a half ago. I retired in June of 2013 after uh, some overseas tours. And uh, there was, uh, I was real, real fortunate. Um, I actually got to use the GI Bill. There's a little community college here in Key West, and um, I, uh, I learned some underwater photography. I got to take some underwater photography classes. Uh, I got to uh, get my captain's license and then my dive master and my scuba instructor certification. Uh, so I was able to spend a lot of time in the water down here, and uh, there's just some world-class fishermen down here in the Florida Keys, and uh, I've learned a lot from them, and uh, the diving community down here is just really, really superior, some outstanding individuals, ladies and gentlemen, that have really helped me and, and taught me a lot, and uh, I, I, I think I've learned a little bit, and uh, we get to go out almost every day and, and take pictures of fish and, and underwater critters. We do a lot of wide angle uh, for the fishing community and, and for fishing publications and, and product promotion, and then personally, uh, I really enjoy the macro photography. Uh, there's not a lot of application in it for the, the fishing community for promotion, uh, but you just get to see some tremendously interesting tiny little creatures and get pictures of them, and uh, mm-hmm. my, my nieces so, really like that. So, so everyone seems to get a kick out of it. So macro, what you're talking about is getting down to small critters and, and uh, enlarging them so that you can see the detail. That, that's exactly right. Um, for example... Um, Nudibranchs are, are sea slugs, little tiny, tiny sea slugs that have lost their, their, their shell or they're, they're looking for a new home, uh, but they have this, this dramatic color, but they are no bigger than uh, your little fingernail, and you essentially swim around the bottom of the ocean looking for them with uh, about 100 millimeter for cannon and about 105 millimeter uh, macro lens for the, the, uh, the professionals, individuals that shoot. Uh, with Nikon, uh, I personally use a Nautacam housing. I, I think they're the best, but uh, there's a lot of good housings on the market. And um, use that. And, and some of us will actually, on, on front of your, your macro housing, uh, we, we put what's called a, um, a diopter. You can do a 5-millimeter or a 10-millimeter diopter and actually enlarge the, the tiny little thing. And you'll sit there and wait for a lot of time, hoping this thing does something interesting, uh, and then you try to get your lights right, and you try to get a picture. So it's, it's challenging photography, but it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Well, what about the uh, some of the less expensive stuff that's come out in the action cameras? Uh, what is the quality on those? 
You know, they they actually now, I, I just saw it advertised, a housing for the iPhone 6. What? Uh, I, what? I'm not... I'm sorry? I said that they have an underwater for uh, for an iPhone now? Yeah, I just saw it. Wow. Uh, I would not take my iPhone 6 underwater. I've, I've lost three now to uh, to uh, waterproof cases that flooded just out doing my, my thing, not trying yeah. to get pictures with them. But... Um, you can get some really, really good pictures with a lot of the, the less expensive cameras. GoPro is coming out with uh, some, some cameras that you can manipulate and you're getting a back screen that you can see the pictures you're taking. Uh, they're certainly not going to be DSLR uh, cap- cap- capable, uh, but that's going to come pretty soon, I think. And uh, I'm not one of these folks that thinks you have to have a $20,000, $25,000 underwater rig. There's a lot of sharks. Uh, young divers and, 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 and folks mm-hmm. out there that are getting just with a GoPro, they're getting tremendous uh, beautiful right. photography and images and video and uh, you know, no one's going to tell them they need a $25,000 camera. Uh, Grizz, would you mind commenting a little bit about uh, what, what you do and, and your television shows for underwater? What we do? Yeah. Is, uh, first of all, we like to have somebody like Hunter around, then we don't have to worry about it. Uh, you know, I had the not only fun with Hunter, but I learned an awful lot of, about taking pictures. And uh, uh, Hunter and I spent a lot of time in the chase boat together. And so if I had Hunter in the boat, I really don't worry about it. But what I do with my guys is, John, I uh, when we make the hookup, we play the fish uh, until he's not green anymore. You don't want to send a diver in with a green fish especially a billfish because, well, you're, you're, it's not so much the bill that I worry about. It's that line, and I think Hunter can agree with me. Mm. If you got a, mm-hmm. a you know, a, a, a sailfish or a, uh, any type of billfish, a marlin, if you got a diver in there and that fish decides to go in a hurry when yeah. he's green, that line with the new lines we use nowadays the braided line to just decapitate a man. Oh, yeah. I mean, that fish should be traveling. Uh, cut their fi- arm yeah. off or hand yeah. off. Take, I mean, take off at 50 trap. miles so, an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is get the fish wore out and still get some good head shakes and get things, but we don't want to put our divers in danger. And that's one of the number one things we try to work. And then that way the fisherman or who has the fish on the rod can actually manipulate the fish a little bit to get some good shots. Okay, well, I have one more question. Um, only one, John. Okay, this is only one. Now, All right, John. When, when you're watching a, a television show about fishing and they keep catching fish after fish after fish after fish, is that, is that, is that the same fish over and over? Well, it wasn't with us, was it, Hunter? Heck, heck no, <laughs> We, we were we catching a hundred, hundred and fifty fish a day. The, uh, the button on the camera. It was, it was uh, really uh, crazy the amount of fish we were catching. So, in, in answer to and that I question, I remember yeah. when we were going to stage the shot on me and the cock, and I made that cast and cut that big ass halibut. It was. Uh, John, it was exactly right, John. We were. It was the the sun was setting. It was the last uh, picture we were going to get of the day, and uh, we were down. We, we hadn't gotten the fish we wanted, and we were going to stage one because yeah, it does happen. And uh, sure enough, one of one of Grizz's baits uh, did the trick, and he pulled in an eleven pound halibut, and uh, we we got some uh, incredible pictures with it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? If you know you guys got all those pictures, Fish Talk Radio would certainly appreciate some of them so that we could put on our website and Facebook. I think we can probably accommodate that. Okay. That should be hard to Okay. Well, stay tuned out there. You'll be able to see some of this stuff uh, that we're talking about uh, on there right now. And we're getting a little bit close to time, but uh, so we want to kind of, Hunter, unless you've got time to hang around, you're welcome to stay in for the rest of the program if you want. But if uh, if you if you can, you know, in the next minute or so, let's uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about you for some promotion if people are interested in finding out about uh, Hunter Ledbetter? Sure. Uh, I appreciate that, John. 
Uh, let me just echo what Grizz said. Uh, we certainly, there is nothing in the ocean uh, that is worth uh, getting hurt or dying over. There is no pitcher, and he's exactly right. Uh, I don't recommend anybody just jump in with uh, a big pelagic fish without some practice at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it can be dangerous. I always go in with two cutting devices, so if you get tangled up, you can catch your way free. And, um, and there's always a, a mate I trust on a boat that's handling the line. Mm-hmm. So always always keep safety a factor and, and make good sure your, your fish is pretty much played mm-hmm. out. You can still get some good pictures with them. So if you want to um, jump in the water with your GoPro, yeah. HunterLedbetterPhotos.com. Mm-hmm. It's my name, all one word, HunterLedbetterPhotos.com. Uh, my Facebook photography page is Key West Photog. P- H-T-O-G, like photographer, but in the, in the business, we call ourselves Togs or Photogs. Okay. Well, we're going to uh, go, but hun- hun- yeah. hun- Hunter Ledbetter Photos. Photog, all okay. one word. Got it. Right. Okay, Hunter, we got to go. This is Fish Talk Radio. Hunter, we'll be right back with you. We'll talk about it some more. I would. I'm John Hennigan, host of Fish Talk Radio, and this is Common Sense Conservation, brought to you by Santa Monica Seafood. Catch and release. If a fish you want to release swallows the hook, do you remove it as carefully as you can, or do you cut the line close to the hook? Removing a hook past the mouth will cause a high mortality rate. Many fish will not survive a hook in their body, but their survival rate is about three times greater than those damaged by hook removal. Occasionally, it may be best to take and enjoy the fish. Hardened steel hooks will disintegrate, but over years. Stainless steel is much longer. Many hooks left in the fish will come out in a natural way. A fish with a hook may heal around it and not be bothered. This may sound painful, but there are a lot of people with tongue and lip pierced with metal studs without discomfort. Always be careful not to damage the coating of the outside of any fish without scales. This can also cause loss of the fish. Support the fish and do not let it hang. Of course, return it to the water quickly and be sure it swims away. In deep water, a fish with an air bladder needs to go back down slowly using a device for this. The best method of release fish is by using a circle hook. The points turn back towards a shank. Long popular in salt water, it is very effective at catching and holding fish. It lodges in the corner of the mouth for easy removal. The circle hook is used by commercial fishermen because it holds better and lasts longer. When using a circle hook, do not set the hook. You will pull it out of the mouth. As the fish takes the bait and swims away, the hook catches in the corner of the mouth and because of the shape holds tight. As the line tightens, just start winding. Enjoy being outside on the water and do not take the last one. Santa Monica Seafoods works for sustainable fisheries. Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio. And by the way, Captain Karen Hookham is uh, hanging in here. She's been a little quiet. I'm always quiet because I'm listening. These are fantastic. I want to meet Hunter because I'm a big photographer and I love anything to do with... You look like just a little wisp of a girl. I am just a little wisp of a girl, but, but I love taking pictures and just the underwater 
portion of it mm-hmm. sounds super exciting, and I've always okay. wanted to try to master that. So okay. this is quite interesting. Well, Hunter, I, I apologize uh, because when we were ending up that last segment, we had to uh, cut you short. Uh, but the simple thing to do is um, give a website that's real simple because people aren't smart enough to remember it, and they're probably not going to write it down. So if we do, but the but, best part about fish talk is fish you get talk, to play it over and play, over. Again. You can go back and listen to it again and again and again. You're right. But anyway, the uh, the website for Hunter Ledbetter is hunterledbetterphotos.com. It's just my name and then photos, all one word. And it's L E D, and then that's even better yet is L E D B E T T E R. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, com. That's an easy one. Okay, if you don't mind, let's kind of go back to where we were. That was a lot of fun. Now, you, um, well, Grizz started off by talking about fishing from the shore, and it is possible to go to Baja with a long rod and catch fish from shore. But what you guys were doing on your kayaking trip was close to shore. So why don't we kind of go back to that a little bit, and maybe Grizz can give us some techniques on how it's done, and you can give us some ideas on what you saw when you were down there, and and uh, if hopefully you got some pictures of Grizz falling out of his uh, kayak or something that you can tell us about. I never fell out of a kayak, John. <laughs> well, I said hopefully. <laughs> no, why would you hope I fall out of a kayak? You're not nice. I know. I just want to. First of all, I want to say I want to ask Mr. Hunter. The great photographer, who cooked his Christmas dinner for him? Hey, I'm telling you what, if you want some cherry turkey, okay, this is the man to go see. What I'm saying, cherry turkey, is that what you said? Chili turkey. It was delicious. Ah, okay, so I thought they used um, cormorants uh, down in in La Paz for for, uh, Christmas. You I don't what? know where he found it, but uh, I'd go back. I'd go back to Christmas dinner at Bridges any time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Hunter, I had the uh, great honor of cooking with uh, Captain Patrick Crawford, uh, Larissa, and Hunter in my home, and I cooked dressing and every. We had we spent Christmas together, mm-hmm. all of us here, and it was okay. a wonderful time. Wonderful. Uh, I mean, we just had a great time. Well, if but you guys anyway, wouldn't John, mind. If you if, want to talk about how we fish the estuaries, yeah. I'll be more than happy to tell you what happened, what okay. we did, and uh, what we caught. Okay. Uh, Grizz, without cutting you short, you know, you'd think we'd have this better plan, but uh, we do have um, uh, Kelly Short that uh, he may want to talk about Baja, but he's also a charter boat captain in the Pacific Northwest, and he just kind of, we're able just to get him on right now. So let's bring him on for a couple of minutes, let him introduce himself, and then uh, I'm sure the three of you guys will have something in common. Kelly, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. It's uh, Kelly Short with Kelly Short Outdoors. Okay. Now, Kelly, we've been talking to uh, Mike Ritz, Grizz, of course, as everybody knows him, and Hunter Ledbetter, yep. underwater photographer, that uh, just got through with a, a, a long, uh, like almost a two-week trip with the Grizz filming underwater. And that would have been uh, starting in southern, the top part of southern, um, the, uh, the state of Baja California Sur, and fishing Mag Bay in that area and kayaks. Uh-huh. But, it must have uh, been fantastic. Well, maybe you got some questions for him, but let's go ahead and give us a little bit of an idea about what you do, and I know that you have some affiliations also in uh, in Baja. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a captain up in Oregon, and I run guided trips for steelhead, salmon, and sturgeon on the Columbia and focus highly on sturgeon because we have the largest population of white sturgeon in the 48 states down here, and and uh, so it's just been phenomenal with that I fish next to the coast down in Astoria, Oregon, in the estuary right there, so I'm getting all the fish that are coming out of the ocean instead of up trapped behind the dams anywhere. And then, of course, the last couple of years, we've just had phenomenal salmon runs. I mean, this year's predicted to be like last year on the Columbia, and I'm sure everybody read news of that and everything else. It was, man, it was as good as it gets in Alaska. It was unbelievable. 
Well, um, I can't wait. We've got a trip to to uh, Clover Pass coming up in July. And, yeah, last year was a good year, and it, it looks like the things go in cycles and we're in the top of the cycle. But so you, you fish, obviously sturgeon is uh, very interesting because – I think if you were to ask a thousand anglers how many of them ever caught a sturgeon, I'd be surprised if more than one or two raised their hand. Yeah, um, I, I don't. You know, we have a lot of participation up here in the Northwest because they're available a little bit more. I mean, I spent a couple days uh, around the mothball fleet in California down there and fished, and I, and I caught a couple. Um, uh, the last couple years, the keeper size fish are from. 45 to 54 inches to the fork of the tail. Mm-hmm. And uh, they estimated last year there was 137,000 keeper-sized fish Whoa. in that bottom end of the river. And Interesting. we actually averaged like 25 to 40 fish a day with four people in the boat. And we're fishing nine-foot rods with, Whoa. you know, 40-pound line with just a little three-ounce, four-ounce sinker and a fresh anchovy or sand shrimp. Okay. And, uh, well, I yeah, think what we might want to do, um, uh, is, uh, Kelly, is to bring you on and let's do a whole segment on sturgeon because they are very, very interesting. And, of course, they're very well regulated with the slot limit, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And they can, you know, they're not only do they look prehistoric, they can live to be like 100 years old, right? Oh, yes, incredibly. Right. We've okay. got them up to, you know, a thousand pounds up in the gorge, wow. you know, great okay. big, you know, 15 feet long. But, you know, you and me have some good friends. I do some stuff in, in uh, Baja in the wintertime and the spring a little bit in the fall there. And you're you're affiliated with one of my friends with Blue Sky Charters. Oh, and then I work, uh, I work with uh, Leonard and Baja Pirates out of La Paz. Mm-hmm. And I put on a Yellowtail Classic tournament and bring down... 40, 50 people every year, and we have a tournament there and, and do some things, so that's a lot of fun. And then I have a few other people in Cabo that, that I deal well, let's, with. Let's, so. let's well, talk, let's talk about Cabo then for a little bit. And, of course, we've got coming up, which I'm sure Grizz is, as you know, he's, a, he's, he's building an entire fleet uh, down in La Paz, for, and mm-hmm. we're coming into the, uh, the yellowtail season, which was... Uh, now, Grizz, yellowtail, would you spoil it, March and April, is that... And, or last year yellow they were around forever. Here right now. Are they really? Yeah, we're catching yellowtail up to 30 pound right now. Well, I know last year they, they, they were around and then they moved up the coast of California and I think we're still catching some <laughs> of last year's yellowtail off of uh, San Diego. Yeah, and I heard a few few of my friends said that, that, that fish down there. Uh-huh. But yeah, it is pretty spectacular, you know, and, and a lot of people don't realize how fun Baja is, whether you're at the top of Baja or all the way to the to the bottom. It's just spectacular scenery all the way down. I've, I've made that drive from Oregon eight years in a row, down there and back, and a couple times I've towed boats, and I try to tell people that if they want to see some scenic uh, beauty, there's, there's nothing like driving that Baja down there. Well, I'll tell you what, it sure looks a lot different from the road than it does at 35,000 feet, that's for sure. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, so you you do a, a yellowtail tournament. You know, maybe Grizz can uh, can give you some help on that. But yellowtail, this coming up for for this time of the year. By the way, we do have a trip um, on Real Fun Adventures coming up, and you'll be able to look at the website here on Real Fun Adventures. I think in the next couple of days um, about a trip to La Paz, and it's uh, getting in. Gosh, I hope it's not too late, Grizz. It's uh, towards the end of April. Is that still all right for Yellowtail? Yeah, they should still be here. Okay. And then, uh, of course, you know, we're going to be fishing with the Grizz down there and uh, staying at the uh, the uh, five-star Costa Baja Resort in La Paz, which is uh, astounding. So you're going to get the yep, best nice of both. resort. Right. So you get... But the price that when you when you look at the trip, you go, how's that possible? I mean, you can... You can sp- Spend uh, four nights at the resort for the same price that you get the whole package for. And then maybe, I can't promise anything, but Grizz might be around and, you know, you might end up getting your your, uh, picture or yourself on on television. Who knows? Yeah, people would love that. Always possible. It's always possible. Now, Grizz is too busy to fish with us, but he might be able to take a day off. Who knows? Go ahead. I generally do for you, John. 
That's last time, didn't he? Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. But I'm sad. But he's getting he's getting so popular now. It's hard to pin him down. But uh, so you do uh, that, and you work, of course, with Jim that we have on with Blue Sky. That uh, that should appear. Yeah, and then I then I've helped uh, helped them out with the uh, Wahoo tournament they put on in San Jose. I've I've you know I'm I'm an ambassador for Pan and and pure fishing with Berkeley and stuff and. And I come down there and help those with the local guys with their pangas and everything down there. I bring rods and reels and, mm-hmm. and try to help that little tournament out as much as I can when I'm down there. Yeah, well, it sounds like we've got a little community going here because I know Hunter is, is, uh, has a presence in, in Baja, too, don't you, Hunter? Uh, I've got some friends down there. Uh, Jim uh, has invited me back, and, of course, I know Bruce. Uh, I don't have a place to stay there yet, but uh, that that may be coming. Hunter, don't worry. You got a place to stay between <laughs> between Jim, he me. He comes to my yeah. house, John. Yeah. He stays at my house. There you go. There you go. The best okay. part about the fishing well, community. Un- unfortunately, it looks like we this segment just went by way too fast. <laughs> so we're going to have to again, you know, apologize for that. But we're going to have to get Shorty back on and talk about. Uh, I'd like to talk about sturgeon, and we're going to be back real quickly. So hang on. anyway, this segment is uh, coming to a close. But so we appreciate on. you uh, tuning in to Fish Talk Radio. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we've got people from all over the world here having fun. We've got, uh, we have Hunter Ledbetter, which I think you're in Florida. Are you in the Keys, Hunter? Where are you? 
I'm down in Key West. Oh, you lucky guy. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have Kelly uh, Short, which, uh, and where are you right now, Kelly? I'm in Oregon, Portland, okay. Oregon. All righty. Well, that kind of <laughs> kind of goes from one to the other. And what's the other part of the triangle? Grizz, where are you located right this second? Right at this moment, I'm in La Paz, Baja, California, Sul. Okay. And we all have very similar interests. Uh, a lot of that, you know, all of it has to do with fishing. And a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, the the Baja Peninsula that we've been talking probably too much about because that's what we like to talk about. But so let's let's kind of you, Grizz, you had um, we wanted to get more information from you on tips. So we'll bring you back on next time. We'll do a segment just on inshore fishing and then maybe one on blue water fishing so that we can cover it properly instead of trying to squeeze it in there. And then Hunter is um, underwater photographer gave us some great tips and if uh, if you've got some more information that you want to share uh, with our audience about taking underwater photography or you know when you're on a boat it's above and below right absolutely so if you've got some you know it's kind of hard to put you on it's not hard for me i'll be calling him and picking his brain then there you go there you i do go. a lot of photos under the water a little bit and up top on my sled so right well i'll be uh, getting some hey, ins and hey, outs Ken, there that's great. And, and john uh i'll be back uh with uh blue sky cabo and, and jim here at the, uh, at the end of february with uh, a couple of models and we're going to be going out for about three days getting uh, some amazing pictures so uh we'll get some of those on the website and uh Kelly, we'd be glad to shoot for you anytime. Well, Hunter, do you need any male models for that? It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't work that way. You're going on blue sky charters. You're going on the nice boat there and going out. Yeah, he's trying okay. to hit the ride. I'll, get, I'll start getting in shape. I'll tell you, Hunter's pictures are unbelievable. Yeah. I want to meet you. Yeah, I, I was, uh, Kelly, I was very fortunate. I spent 17 days with Hunter filming. We filmed actually 14 TV shows. So wow, if you want to pick incredible. a brain, he's the brain to pick. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, Hunter, we've only got we've only got we've only got just a minute or so. Hunter, Hunter, can you if if it may not be a fair question, but can you just give one or possibly two or one tip in thirty seconds about how to take a better picture when you're on a boat? The best way to take a better picture on the boat is to get the sun behind your back, always the sun behind your back, and move up your shutter speed. Uh, you're going to want to shoot the picture a lot faster. you got a, the, the lens, you've got a boat moving, and you've got a critter moving. Move your shutter speed way up. Okay. So way up means right. faster. And then uh, the angle, a lot faster. And, and then the angle, you know, want to be above, below, or just straight in front? Well, just make sure the out, sun's right. behind you. Mm-hmm. Just make sure the sun's behind you. Okay. He's going to do what he wants to do. Just get the sun behind you and, and, and point it and click. Okay, and all, we all know the fisherman's photo uh, where you stick that fish way out in front of you to make it look big. It's amazing how that works. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, okay. All righty. <laughs> well, we're down to less than a minute. And, of course, Grizz, we've got uh, a lot of opportunity with. And, Kelly, if, uh, if you want to just uh, give about 10 or 15 seconds about uh, uh, any tips or how to get in touch with you. Hey, if anybody wants to get in touch with me, they can look up my website at kellyshortoutdoors.com. And if you want to come to Oregon, we got some great sturgeon fishing from May until July. It's 40 fish a day on light tackle and like oh, 15 wow. feet of water. Incredible. John, well, you've got to come up and let's try Let's plan it. a trip. Well, not, not only that, let's put a trip together for the package. There you go. There we go. And then, of course, Grizz, we'd love to have you on whenever you're available. You're a busy guy, and we appreciate you taking the time. Hey, we'll get him up here and let him come, too. We might be able to do that. Let's go both ways. I okay. happen to love sturgeon fishing. I would love to come to Oregon. Great okay. show. Wish we could Let's do this go. more. Okay. Longer. All righty. Okay, guys, we appreciate all your input. What a lot of fun that was, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. And go to the website and go to uh, our Facebook, and you'll get a lot Twitter. more information. And Twitter us. Anyway, you're listening to Fish Talk Radio, and I think they're cutting us have off. Have a great so week. Have a great week. Thank you. Gone fishing